for May the 17th, 2021. This is Spotox Games, episode 211. So it's been uh, almost a month since my last recording. Um, haven't uh, really been able to put my thoughts together. Um, so I have not been, uh, well, I haven't um, produced an episode really. But uh, I thought I would do that today. Um, the last few weeks, I have been f- mostly playing uh, limited uh, Strixhaven, <clears throat> uh, and then uh, playing around with the new cards and different decks. Um, so uh, that's been fun. It's, uh, Strixhaven limited is a lot more fun than Caldheim was. Uh, it's funny because I. <clears throat> Um, for standard, I think I prefer the uh, Caldame cards um, on a whole, but um, Strixhaven is, has better, better limited cards, better cards that, that are um, commons and uncommons. So, um, and the rares are uh, there's quite a few that are. Well, I, I'm not going to say they're bad because. Um, um, I might be <laughs> proven wrong uh, at a later date, but uh, um, so far they're not seeing too much play, and uh, I haven't. They're harder to to. Um, you can't just throw them into an existing deck. You kind of have to build your deck around them. Uh, many of them, but um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun to play in in limited i've been playing mostly wither bloom i guess and uh quandrix so that um, um black and green or green and blue sometimes uh i'm mixing it up but lately i've been trying to do a three color ver- variants so last time i played like a saltai uh, variant with quandrix and wither bloom um i was fairly successful with that i think i had at least four wins four or five so um that that's i mean once you get past three then it starts feeling like uh, you're not losing out or losing too much uh, on playing it um so i've been doing that i haven't ever put any packs i keep hearing more and more about people saying you should never buy packs that uh that you're getting a raw deal i've never really felt that before but um i guess uh, my new strategy for these last two couple of sets has been to to save up my gold and then play limited. Uh, try to win some gems and then use the gems to play some more limited. Um, and just by doing that and by have I, I purchased the master pass last time I pur- purchased the master pass for, for my uh, my uh, the gems that I won from playing limited earlier. So I, I thought that was pretty go- good. Uh, otherwise, I have actually put real money into. Um, the master passes. Those are the only things I've, I've purchased, I think. Um, no, that's not true. I actually purchased a couple of entry fees into a couple of uh, open uh, tournaments as well. I skipped this last one. There was one a week ago or a week and a half, something like that. Um, just because really expensive to for the entry and, and uh, well... Uh, so far, I haven't gotten very far in them when I played in them, so I'm just really disappointed with my um, 
with that experience. So it just doesn't feel like it's worth it. Um, once I get the numbered ranking in Mythic, maybe I'll start thinking about it <laughs> if that happens. But uh, I'm also not um, dedicated enough to, to doing the grind to, to try to get there. I find it pretty boring to just play those uh, staple uh, tier tier one or tier zero, whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, decks to to um, push upward. So I now that I dropped, I dropped from diamond down to gold um, last season turnaround. Um, I got back into platinum really easily. Um, I'm just playing some decks that I I find fun that are fairly okay. Um, <clears throat> but I think going forward, I'm, if I want to push upward, I'm going to have to use one of my more um, reliable uh, decks. But uh, anyway, um, I've been playing around with um, the new cards, and uh, a deck that I've played with before is my uh, Ezekiel's Chariot deck um, with uh, counters, and there's some interesting new counters in uh, this set, uh, or cards uh, that produce counters. So I started playing around with um, a couple variants on that. Um, I had one. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Um, uh, I, I made one at first um, where I just... Basically, I just took my Ezekiel's deck. Um, I think I actually just... Yeah, I took that deck and modified it. And uh, what I did was I put in some... Um, some triomes to get some black in there. So... Um, basically, the Sultai Triome, whatever it's called. Um, trying to open this deck and it's not letting me. Um, but I put in some black and. Um, yeah, hold on a second. Let me pause this. Okay, well, I just lost internet there for a while. Um, don't know what that was about. I'll uh, see how this works out. But uh, yeah, the card I was um, thinking about was um, Exodus. Uh, well, now it's loading really slowly. Exodus <laughs> uh, Auric Overlord. Um, which is a uh, legendary creature, human warlock, uh, has double strike, it's a 2-4. It has magecraft, which reads, whenever you cast or copy an instance of sorcery spell, <clears throat> return target non-legendary creature card from your graveyard to your hand. And on the reverse side, it has uh, a sorcery, which is Awaken the Blood Avatar, for 6 a black and a red, and it reads, as an additional cost to cast the spell, you may sacrifice any number of creatures. The spell costs two less to cast for each creature sacrifice this way. Each opponent sacrifices, sacrifices a creature, create a 3-6 black and red avatar creature token with haste, and when this creature attacks, it deals three damage 
to each opponent. So I thought this was pretty cool and uh, powerful token creature that you can create here with the uh, Awaken the Blood God, Awaken the Blood Avatar. Um, so um, I thought I could fairly easily get some black into my uh, deck, and um, and I did. <laughs> Uh, fairly easily with the with the triome uh, mainly. I also had a couple of the pathways, um, the blue black path, path pathways instead of a um, a few of my islands. So um, that worked fine. But um, and I was playing around with it for a while, but um, it wasn't always as powerful as I was. Um, I thought it would be. Um, so after a while, um, I, I put that deck aside and um, started playing around with some other ideas. Uh, one idea that I had was uh, to try to um, make a more of a dragons um, deck um, with the um, With the uh, the card that lets you make uh, dragon tokens uh, when it boasts uh, the dragonkin berserker, so um, <clears throat> I, I put together a deck which is of course for dragonkin ber uh, berserkers. It has four fire prophecies um, for shadow skull smashing, uh, four sprite dragons, um, three gadrak the crown scourge. Uh, four Mythos of Iluna, three Isika's Chariot, four Goldspan Dragons. Um, the three pathways for the these three colors, uh, a couple of mountains, six islands, and then some new cards. So I have four um, copies of Multiple Choice, which is a new uh, sorcery for X and a blue. So if you pay one, X, if X is 1, you scry 1 and draw a card. If it's 2, you may choose a player that um, player returns a creature they control to its owner's hand. If X is 3, create a 4-4 four, four blue and red elemental creature token. And if X is 4 or more, do all of the above. So <clears throat> what you really want to do is, is make sure you pay for X. Um, so you can draw scry, draw a card, force your opponent to uh, bounce one of their creatures, create a 4-4 token elemental, um, and then, of course, that elemental is a good target for your Isika's Chariot. Um, and since the playing um, a blue and four is uh, a good, uh, it works well ramp-wise with the Isika's Chariot, so you can play it uh, for five um, on the turn after you play Isika's Chariot. Quite often, when you play the Chariot, your opponent will try to kill your uh, tokens, so you can't uh, crew the Chariot. But uh, that works out really well, because um, you're not really caring too much about those tokens anyway. Um, so, so they can... I, I, I'm glad to have them die to... to um, get rid of my of some cards that the uh, opponent has so that um, the elemental on the turn after uh, can 
crew the chariot and then you can be, it can be up the target of of the chariot to make a copy of it as well uh, so it's a pretty cool combination um like i said i made sure i had four of those pretty early on um also the de decisive denial is a a really powerful new card which has um also uh, several ways of using it like uh, multiple choice um you can always in, in a pinch I'll use it to <clears throat> uh, scry and draw a card if I'm short on lands or something. Um, or to you pay uh, two to bounce an opponent's creature if you're if you're on the back foot um, and things like that. Uh, or you just create the elemental if you really need it in play now and, and don't have time to uh, to, to uh, get all the effects. But uh, Decisive Denial um, is a green and a blue instant, and you choose one. Either you target uh, or target creature you control fights target creature you don't control, or you counter target non-creature spell unless it's controller pays three. So um, that works really well in this deck. Of course, I want to target my own creatures um, um, every now and then, and... Um, also, um, being able to to use that as 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 a uh, uh, to have them fight uh, the opponent's creatures as a way of getting rid of those creatures, and then of course um, otherwise using it as a counter. Uh, so those are, are really good to have. Um, also have in this deck a couple double major, which is also green and blue, instant, and it reads copy target creature spell you control except it isn't legendary if the spell is legendary so this has um of course the drawback that you have to play it at the same time that you're playing your creature but on the other hand it's it's really cheap and um you get a copy of of a card that might be legendary like for instance your gadrek crown of the crown scourge so quite often um what i'll do is i'll play um Ezekiel's Chariot on four, and if I have them, if I have the cards in hand, I'll pick Gadrak and Double Major after that. So I'll make a copy of my Gadrak, um, equip the Chariot with one of the Gadraks, and make a copy of the token Gadrak. And that's then you're pretty much um, set <laughs> set up for for whatever your opponent's uh, ready to throw at you. Um, so that's a really, really cool combination that I like a lot. Um, of course, double major, if you do have the mana, using it on the gold span dragon is also really cool because you get two dragons that can attack immediately. Um, and, uh, and then you can also copy that uh, second dragon with your chariot, um, potentially. So this is a, it's a fun deck to play. Um, but I did realize, uh, or, or, well, of course, the other uh, strategy is trying to get as many dragons into play as possible. So you can use the Dragonkin Berserker's um, boast ability to create a 5-5 red dragon token creature. And then co start copying those. Um, although I find that the times that I am able to make the token, um, I'm already pretty much winning. Or the opponent thinks I am anyway. So... Um, I usually don't there isn't that much left to do and the times that i'm not able to to make the tokens then uh 
the uh, the berserkers are are um, not uh, very effective, of course. So after playing around with that deck for a while, um, I decided to scrap the uh, dragon theme and just try to make a another token deck that uh, utilizes these new cards. Um, so I instead thought um, I would focus on trying to get my Gadrax to be able to attack because what happens sometimes is I'll make a bunch of Gadrax but they can't attack because I don't have any uh, enough um, artifacts. So I thought, okay, well, let's uh, get some Gilded Geese in here um, to make some some food. Um, so we get some since those are artifacts. And uh, while we're at it, we'll throw in a trail of crumbs to make some food. And since we're making food, let's throw in the giant opportunity, which uh, can create a 7-7 token uh, giant for two um, food. And of course, the two mana and a green. So that became the next... Uh, the next idea that I went with. Um, so I made a deck which is it still has four multiple choice, four Gilded Goose, uh, three Trail of Crumbs, four Decisive Denials, and uh, two Double Major, three Gadrax, four Giant Opportunity, four Mythos of Eluna, four Ezekiel's Chariot, four Golden Bullswind Dragon, Three Islands, four River Glide Pathways, four Frag, uh, uh, Crag Crown Pathways, one Mountain, four Bark Channel Pathways, uh, four Forests, and four Fabled Passages. And uh, yeah, this deck is, is a lot of fun to play. Um, since I made this deck uh, last little while, I made some additional changes. Um, I unlocked a couple more gold. Um, a wild card, so I bought the another two uh, double major, so I had four of the four in this deck, and I threw out the trail of crumbs since um, quite often when you pay um, the mana whenever you sacrifice a food for the trail of crumbs, uh, I'll just be shuffling or um, yeah, uh, s basically scrying away cards that I I want because it only hits uh, permanents. And I have quite a lot of cards in this deck that aren't permanent, but I really want to play them. Uh, so um, that didn't really help. And um, getting that extra food, I didn't think it was worth it. Um, so I uh, took away the Trail of Crumbs. I uh, cut down on the Giant Opportunity, since uh, those are also not too easy to get going and not really necessary. If I can get an element, 4-4 four, four Elemental, or a copy of Gadrak, or Ghostwind Dragon, or something like that, um, those are more, um, tend to be more powerful. Also, what happens quite often, and kind of the star of this deck, is the Mythos of Eluna, um, which has uh, been the star previously as well, along with the Zeke, of course, Zeke's Charity, of course. Um, because you can just copy whatever permanence you want, and if you you can copy some powerful creature that the opponent has, and and also get that ability to have them fight each other or fight another creature, <clears throat> which is really powerful. 
uh, and great when you start making copies of the uh, creature. So quite often I'll make a copy and have it fight a a weaker creature so it doesn't die. But then when I copy the uh, token, I'll let that that copy uh, fight a more powerful creature, maybe the original creature, uh, just to get so the opponent uh, doesn't have it anymore. Uh, and and of course I still have another copy of the token, so I can uh, offer that. The second one. Um, but yeah, so I, I got uh, the, the, the extra double majors in there, and I put Orvar back in the deck as well, because um, uh, since it's a legendary, um, it's a pretty powerful um, target for the double major. Unfortunately, its ability isn't triggered since you're playing uh, playing it at the same time as double major, which is true for the gold span as well. You don't get that extra gold token but um trash token but um once it's in play and if you play like a decisive denial on it uh, to fight some other creature and you get an extra copy of your orvar and uh, things start to become go crazy you start getting a lot of copies um fairly quickly so i really like this deck it's a lot of fun to play i've been um uh, messing with it uh, here and there trying to to optimize it um so I'll continue playing with it. It's not uh, it's not really uh, competitive, but it's a lot of fun to play. So um, I think I'll, I'll I'll be sticking with it for a while. Um, I think I'm gonna end it there for now. Um, thinking about maybe playing another set of limited uh, to try just for fun, but uh, also. I think I'm going to focus a little bit more on, on trying to push up uh, at least into back into Diamond um, before the season ends. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, really having fun with uh, Strixhaven and looking forward to the Dungeons & Dragons um, uh, release coming this summer as well. Okay, bye-bye.